Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Galatians First Reverse, brought to you by Telios. This captivating podcast will not only teach you the wonderful book of Galatians, but it will also teach you how to study the Bible so you have confidence in Scripture. Each episode will provide key points for verses in Galatians. Thanks for joining us on this exciting biblical journey. Welcome back to our verse-by-verse study on the book of Galatians. This is a book that tells us so much about Paul's ministry and so much about Jesus Christ and his uh, the, the, about the salvation, the quality salvation, the complete salvation that uh, he brought to us uh, based in promises back from the time of Abraham and a lot about the Christian walk written to the Galatians in the Roman province of Galatia in the middle of Asia Minor and um, probably written in the first half of the five uh, of the 50s AD early book of the Bible. If you watched the prior videos, and I hope you have, I invite you to do this. Remember, the Galatians were quite an immature church. They seem to have started uh, in salvation by grace, as we all do, uh, and by faith alone in the death resurrection of Jesus Christ, but have continued in their Christian walk and life by probably the works of the law. There, there was apparently a high Jewish uh, contingent in Galatia that may have been influenced by uh, the uh, people who came to them and, and influenced them back to the Jewish law for their Christian life. These are often called the Judaizers, and, and this word is actually used in this book. We'll come to it. So Paul then uh, is expressing his authority, and he's doing this not only by reminding him that he's the apostle, but that he uh, uh, how his history and how he became that apostle. And we're just about to uh, enter into this uh, discussion in verses 11 and 12 today in chapter one. But I certify to you, and really it means in the original Greek language here, make known brethren, the gospel which was preached of me is not of man. Otherwise, as opposed to what the Judaizers are telling them, It is a man, otherwise the, the law is ended. And so the, whatever doctrine is trying to tempt them back to legalism, however much might be based out of the law, that's a, a man-made doctrine for a Christian. And he's telling them that what I bring to you and have brought to you is not of man. And verse 12, for I neither received it from man, neither was I taught it. <clears throat> but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Interesting, the word here for revelation is commonly used in scripture, epicalypsis, and you may catch the closeness to the word apocalypse, which often we think about as being some catastrophic event or a final war of the worlds, but really it just simply meant revelation to the secular Greek as a very broad term, but in scripture, in the New Testament, it means a revelation that's tied to the first or second coming of Christ. So this is revelation taught to Paul by Christ of what he was to tell 
the church in terms how to explain his coming and how to live the Christian life. Now, what do I mean by that? So when Christ came in the Gospels, he came and his first message was repent for the kingdom of God has come near. So he was coming to the Jews to give them their promised kingdom, which was basically eternal life for them if they had accepted it. And of course, they did not. So he rejected bringing them that kingdom and opened up uh, the uh, basically to be his people to the Gentiles as well, of equal rank to the Jews. Now, this was part of the plan anyway from the Old Testament, but he, he in rejecting them, it opened up this uh, pathway for the Gentiles to be grafted in. And it was all under the administration of the coming church. However, the church isn't really discussed specifically in the Gospels. And how to live the Christian life is not discussed in the Gospels. So that might be controversial. But I think in, in context and hermeneutics and how we interpret Scripture in a normal way, that seems pretty clear to me. Christ didn't have time. He was just trying to get his disciples to understand the rudiments of faith and to keep them together as a people. And he even told them in the Upper Room Discourse in John that I have many things to tell you, but you would not tolerate them or understand them. It was only after the disciples had the Spirit and had the regeneration by the Spirit that they were fully able to comprehend what God wanted them to teach the people uh, in the church age. This was primarily dependent on Paul, Ephesians 3.6 and Colossians 1.25. He's the main conduit of information to the church. And indeed, most of the epistles which tell us how to live our life as Christians and what to obey uh, is written by Paul. So this message, and John says this too in John 5 and John 8, First um, John 1 came from God to Christ to the apostles. Thus they are our authority. Paul held that message. Peter held that message. John held that message, but particularly Paul, and it was given then to the second generation Christians uh, and, and every subsequent uh, equal generation after that. Okay, so he's telling the Galatians more specifically, than just calling himself an apostle, a leader, you know, one of Christ's 12 apostles, and he's the boss, listen up, because the message I gave you was true, and it is from God. All right, so we'll get into Paul's history uh, from his, uh, as a persecutor of the church, to the, uh, to his conversion, and uh, ministering the gospel to people. Next time, it's an interesting story. Please join me then. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast, Relations Verse by Verse. We hope you found the teachings both interesting and informative. Join us next week for another exciting episode. To listen to all episodes, please visit our website, teliosresearch.com. That's T-E-L-E-I-L-S-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. Thank you.